Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Delta Green role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Rye, that was written by Dr. Lex Hurley, who is also our handler, and this is episode two. We do have a trigger warning for this. This game contains parasites, infestation, body horror, loss of agency, and something the handler uh, wishes to keep a secret. Watch uh, at your own risk. Uh, our recap will be given by Riley Kruger as his character agent duty. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Riley? Situation. Vermis. Arden. Disciplus. Agent duty reporting in from on the scene. Agents were activated due to a flag from keywords in the arrest paperwork of one Timothy Hodges. Uh, suspect admits to lighting his apartment on fire with his lover from the previous evening still inside. Asserts she was dead when he lit the fire. Claims she complained of a stomach ache, and when he returned from the bathroom with antacids, her stomach was split open. A tox screen of Mr. Hodges revealed opioids and antidepressants in his system. The victim was so badly burned she had to be identified from dental records as Emily Tran, 22, from Indianapolis, a student at Yale University. Hodges has been sent to county for processing. Speaking to uh, Officer Braddock, revealed a fine brother in blue doing his best to solve this case. At the morgue, Dish and Draper discontinued, uh, discovered a secondary DNA profile, as well as evidence that something had forced its way out of the girl. At Yale, we spoke with Emily's roommate. Her attitude was disconcerting, calling me Robocop. But despite her attitude, she provided some valuable insight. Emily complained of being attacked by a crazy old lady who stabbed her in the alleyway behind Nico's Euros. Emily, on the night in question, went to Club True and went home with Mr. Hodges. Finally, we, concerned for Mr. Hodges' safety and the safety of other prisoners, had him moved to solitary confinement. We then viewed his interview tape where he complained of his hands moving without his input, of a cracking sound like an egg, and of finally her stomach being burst open. His reaction was to douse the room in vodka and set everything alight. We proceeded to respond to a uh, domestic violence call, as is our duty. The neighbour is a gossip who just wants a bit of attention, but this time around she was right. Upon breaking into the domestic violence apartment, we found a horrid scene. A casualty lying down, their stomach burst open. Everything is under control. So duty and dialect are both coming into this apartment room. The furniture has been tossed about. You can see what looks like maybe a tapestry used to be hanging on the wall, maybe signs of a disturbance and scuffle inside. There is a body of a man slumped against the far wall on the side that's coming in. You're seeing his side profile. There is a chef's knife pointed down held 
in his hand with the blade facing out this way. His intestines are spooled out in front of him from an open gaping wound in his abdomen. You two can roll sand first, being the first ones there. A55 does not cut it for agent duty. So that is going to be a critical fail as four sand are going to be lost. And I rolled a four. Okay. And if I remember right, dialect, you're adapted, oh, I am adapted to violence. Yeah. Yes. You've seen dead bodies. This is one of those. A little worse shape than you're used to, but not like it can hurt you, right? Right. So I didn't have to roll sanity for that? Uh, you would just take the lowest possible? I'm not sure. I think that if you fail it, you would still take whatever the lowest is. If you passed, um, then you'd probably take nothing. I need to okay. confirm that. Jesus Christ, what the hell is this? Uh, it's the same thing. It, 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 everything is fine. Everything is under control. Oh, uh, you, you don't look too under control, duty. Everything is under control. Let's clear the scene before we call the others in. You got it. You got it, man. Um, yes. Does it look uh, like the the man with the knife, it, the way you described it, it sounded like it was pointed at his stomach? Like, like it looked like it was maybe he could have inflicted this wound himself. Possibly. The, the blade is pointed down in, and yes, it's holding with the blade coming down from the side of his hand, but it is at his side currently. Okay. Blood is on the blade. So let's uh, secure the scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. How close many the door. In this apartment? Okay. Deception, Dish, and Draper are left out in the cold. Uh, probably wondering what the hell happened, just hearing Duty say everything is under control again and again and again. You all can... I don't want to know. <laughs> you can sweep through the apartment, guns drawn. Uh, I'd like both of you to roll me alertness, just to see how well you check all of your corners. Nope, 72. I'm paying for that lover in the ice game. Yeah, duty's a bit shaken right now. Dwayne, at least, is keeping more or less a cool head. You notice, um, while much of the furniture has been tossed, it seems to be pretty good shape, antique, solid wood. It's not like a bunch of particle board that's splayed all over the place like Ikea. You check through the living area. There's a dining table that's been sort of pushed off to the side. In the kitchen, there's something that's on the ground you keep checking to see if there's other bodies in the area, go into the bathroom, medicine cabinets are pulled open, scattered pill bottles across the sink. The bedroom seems to have clothes that are tossed about. A desk has papers, things strewn about it as if someone was hastily going through it. There's no one else inside. The apartment's kind of it's not warm in here. It's almost about the same temperature as outside. And dialect, you happen to notice a slight breeze coming through, battering the vertical blinds against the patio balcony. 
um, duty, duty. Come on, let's go. Uh, we got a, an open window and I'll, I'll head toward the window. Sure. See, so just want to peek out. Yeah. You pull the blinds aside. You can see that the sliding door is almost closed all the way. Seems like it was just missing a couple of inches. It's a short affair, barely enough room for one chair and a coffee table outside. This is the fourth floor of the building. You look over the edge and feel like you might see an indentation in the soft grass outside. Just a slight darkening of the shadow. The skies are starting to turn gray as the clouds are congealing up above you. Seems like a storm might be coming. Yeah, I'll um, just take note of that and point it out to duty if he sees it. And then I'll say we should get the others in here. Everything is under control. Uh, everything is under control. I will we'll get Dish to process the casualty and uh, uh, perhaps um, one or two of us can go looking at that uh, that mound, the indentation in the ground, shall we say. Everything's under control. Everything is under control. And I'll start walking towards the the opening of the um the, the entrance of the apartment. <clears throat> Agents, uh, uh, everything is under control. One casualty. One casualty. Okay. Uh, so of the domestic ready. violence case, everything is under control. You will dude, 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 you keep saying that. Are are there giant worms or or any there are bullshit no giant like worms. that? However, deception. I need you. We're going outside. We're going to uh, observe something from the uh, the ground floor. All right. So I'll take deception outside uh, with me um, to go look at this indentation in the ground. Okay. You all can make your way. Do you want to take the stairs or the elevator? Uh, I think the stairs because we're on four or four, five. You're on the fourth floor. Fourth floor. Yeah, we can get down the stairs really quick. Sure. So quick stepping down through there. You can get to the ground floor and duty can lead out to the area looking up. You can see that open balcony door and sort of crouching down. You can see in this soft grass that it's been raining on and off in this area. There is a solid indentation as if something heavy hit the ground to depress it. Sort of feeling if you want with your hand, there seems to be some slight liquid on the grass and this right, little bit raining, of right? red comes up on your fingers. It's like blood. Yeah. I'm wiping that off quickly. Um, God. Can I, can I tell the general indentation shape? Round ish, I guess. It seems if you didn't know any better, like someone would have cannonballed off the balcony. So it's a it's an indentation like a like something round hit. Yes, sort of like just a sack of potatoes, but much heavier, hit the ground and depressed into the ground the soil there. 
um, looking around uh, based on, uh, let's say, you know, if something walked or slithered away, would it have left a trail in the wet grass, smashed it down as it went? You can go ahead and give me a search roll. Okay. I got an 09 out okay. of 60. Well, that's just regular anyway. Yeah. Um, searching around, you can, well, now that you know what to look for, you can see this light darkened trail snaking along through the grass. It follows along for a little while. And then after a few feet, seems to disappear. The, the trail gets lighter and lighter until there's nothing really left that you can follow on. You're is not it, finding any like T-Rex footprints embedded in the ground or anything. So not really footprints. Do I, am I finding like a slithering, like a snail or about a snake? No, it's not too serpentine. That was just me trying to have okay. creepy word choice. Okay. Uh, but you do see a solid uh, trail is leading off away um, back towards yeah. the industrial area of town. Is there anything where it starts to disappear? Is there anything it could have jumped up on? No. Like a tree or a bush or? No, this is the sort of little bit of greens patch, uh, aside from a nice apartment complex. And after that, it hits something solid that it wouldn't leave a mark. Right. Then once it, it'll hit to concrete a little while after that. It's, it's heading towards that, that industrial area over there. Jesus Christ, whatever the hell it is. Uh, we better keep our ears open in case something else happens. Watch the newspapers to make sure if there's any strange assaults or murders or... It was big. I wonder, Danny, if you have the kind of math that would be necessary to figure out from the indentation how heavy the thing was? I mean, if I jumped out the four-story window, I'd probably leave an indentation too, but what are we talking about? Since you're thinking pounds? about it like that, you might leave an indentation about that size deception. So, so maybe a couple of hundred pounds. Jesus. And on that, we're going to cut back to reaction shots from Dish and Draper as you all go into the apartment building where, or the apartment where everything is ostensibly under control. Mm -hmm. Both of you can roll sand at seeing the state of the body. Okay. I passed with a 42. Okay. Pass with a 53. Taking very clinical, stiff upper lip approach. You're mm -hmm. trying to approach this as in deconstructing the crime scene. Mm -hmm. um, Dish, uh, I had seen um, something in the kitchen on the ground. I don't know what, exactly what it was. I didn't take a look when we were, we were just sweeping the place first. Exactly. Yeah. Now is the time to dig in. You oh. can walk over and you see this wet reddish pile on the floor. You see the other, an open end of a handcuff sticking out from it. And what looks like flesh is piled on top of the other cuff. Mm. 
Is the uh, flesh the same skin tone as the dead body? It is not. Oh. The the man lying against the wall appears to be of Middle Eastern descent, looks maybe mid to late 30s. You can, if you want, I'm assuming Dish would at least have you know, latex gloves or something. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. being able to take something and flip so that you're not seeing the underside of the dermis. The skin that has been degloved into this other handcuff appears to be white. Caucasian. Hmm. And it's just the skin doesn't have fingernails or anything. Well, that's just it. As you start sort of splaying it out hmm. a little more, you can see the hand is mostly degloved from about the wrist down and starts to come away in strips with a thumb still attached to this hunk of meat with a red nail polish at the end of it. Mm. Must be the girlfriend. Yeah, it's, it's a good chance, chance on that. You also, I don't know if Dish would notice this, but I feel like dialect might. These are really strong handcuffs. These are not just your run-of-the-mill beat cop keeps on their belt. These seem, for lack of a better word, tactical. They're hinged. Something you would expect to see in a prison or something. But the other end isn't fastened to anything. It's just loose on the floor in the kitchen. Yes, it seems like the one end was attached and has a mass of ripped meat in it as if someone ripped it off and took most of their hand with it. The uh, other part of the cuff is open yeah. as if maybe they couldn't get the other one attached. Huh. Y'all don't think that that could be our uh, subject that's in jail. No, no, I'm just kidding. Never mind. This is a, a woman's hand. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, look, agents. Look, yeah. Just uh, do you, do you remember the details of that call that got us here? Was there any confirmation that a woman was here on site from the witness, or were they just hearing noise? The call uh, mentioned a man and a woman yelling. Yes. Okay. And um, how how recently was this? Just like an hour ago. Less than an hour ago, you got the <clears throat> yeah. call and more or less followed the cop car coming in to respond. Yeah. So it looks to me like, I mean, we obviously something came out of that man, um, but this woman ripped her hand off and then fled. Nobody saw her. She must be bleeding everywhere. Uh, she fled out of the, uh, out of the open balcony door. Um, hmm. Apparently. She dropped 40 feet. That, that I'll walk out to the balcony and uh, look down and call out. She dropped forty feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, she hit pretty hard too. There's an indentation. Is there um, like an obvious blood trail going uh, here? And I I point towards the industrial area and I say I'm pretty sure she's going that direction. 
Yeah. Looking around in the room itself, there's blood kind of <laughs> scattered everywhere. You can see um, along some of the paintings that are adorning the walls, there's this slash of blood going around. Occasionally there's spatter. Of course, there's a great mess of it on the floor, some of it getting soaked into the Persian rug. And it's whenever you're looking around at this, you happen to notice on the man lying on the ground, his clothes are ripped and torn, cut. Huh. I'm going to go over uh, to the man and uh, I assume he's still got pants on. Yes. I'm going to look to see if he has a wallet. Okay. And uh, yeah. So and so seeing this gaping hole in his abdomen and maybe sort of sidestepping the intestines that are spilling out from it, you can lean him over a little bit to get to his wallet. Uh, you find an ID inside, uh, identifying him as Yusuf Abbasi. Okay. And uh, does his ID list this address? It does not list this address. It's um, another address in New Haven. You find um, some employee identification cards for McKinley Pharmaceuticals. Mm. And a couple of odd things as you're leaning close to him. Um, first, you don't really notice any credit cards in the wallet, but there is a healthy amount of cash inside. Hmm. And second, as you were rooting around uh, trying to get to his back pocket in his pants, you got a pretty clear view where the fabric was moving as you're trying to do this. His skin is not damaged underneath the cuts in the fabric. Huh. Interesting. Well, I call out to uh, everyone that found a, found a wallet. He, he doesn't live here. He had no cash on him. Uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh he, he's got an id card for uh mckinley pharmaceuticals so okay so we can probably assume that this is the woman's place then yeah i mean i look around I, I, is there pictures on the walls like of uh you know people have their boyfriend's pictures up and stuff. Are there throw See? pillows? <laughs> yeah. There are throw pillows. Mm. Yeah. More pillows um, than you need. <laughs> but as you're looking around at the pictures on the walls, there's lots of portraits and landscapes, and these are not target prints. These are original paintings. You don't see any photos of hmm. people. Like, no happy couples, no parents. Okay. But there's significant amount of statuary and wall art. This apartment's very eclectic, but um, seems well off. You feel like, well, actually, as Deception and Duty can walk back in, Deception may be doing a little bit of mental math, calculating how much he might be able to get selling some of this stuff for the antiques dealer at the right price. 
you can manage to get it out of here. Yeah, some of this is worse stuff. Of course, I'm not a criminal anymore, but... Of course, not anymore. Nobody's, nobody's using any of this stuff. Um, still, I'm, I'm totally grossed out. So. Yeah, well, so before we had the woman in the red dress in the alley of the hero shop that yeah. seemed monstrous to me. It sounded something that resembled a human, but obviously was not. And I, this is not something that a woman could do. You can't rip off half of your hand, fall 40 feet, and what, just run off into the city? She wouldn't have made it half a mile. I I don't know what's going on, why it's related to women so far, but these don't seem like humans to me. Um, yeah, I don't think these are humans either. Um, but I, I did, maybe we can get some hints. I, I also remembered, uh, I noticed some, some papers. It looks like somebody was scrambling, looking through some papers in one of the rooms. Uh, we could take a look at that, see if we can get any answers out of it. Okay. Yeah, look around. Okay. If folks want to uh, search around the apartment, uh, you all can give me search rolls. Dish, are you going to be searching around the apartment, or do you want to do a medical examination on the body? A medical examination. Okay. Um, Is there room for me to assist with that? I'm not particularly well either, but I could help. You can decide if you want to do one or the other. I think I'll, I'll help on the medical side. Okay. Hopefully I get some answers. Um, go ahead and what's your skill, Dish? Uh, biology is my strongest uh, science I have. Uh, so kind of being able to dig in there and okay. understand. Well, let's say with some biology and then with Draper being able to help out a few things, um, mm -hmm. you can do that there. Uh, let's stick with the body for now, and then we'll broaden out into the apartment proper. Uh, so the first things that you can notice, the abdominal wound seems to have been largely ripped. There's some evidence of cutting, of smooth areas scoring around on the rib cage, and a significant amount of torn flesh coming from inside in the internal organs, uh, particularly around the large intestine area. That seems to have been the target of this assault. Okay. However, the most superficial skin around on the stomach and towards the epidermis appears to have been healing and was not actively bleeding at the time of injury. Huh. I'll take a look. little bit of a sanity roll just yeah. from that. And then Draper, you would also notice that the skin underneath the cuts where there, his uh, suit jacket or not suit jacket, his sports coat has been kind of shredded uh, from what seems to be defensive wounds. But there are no wounds. Only the jacket itself has sustained damage. What was that uh, sand roll dish? Zero nine. Okay. This is weird, but weird is kind of your job. Yeah. yeah and you said that like he had like a, a wound that was he healed over, but you know, like you, you could still, 
you know how like if you get a scar or something um that's just it yeah there's no scarring okay he seems baby smooth that sounded weird but i'm sticking with it there's no evidence of injuries aside from this wound in his torso as you're going uh just performing a casual medical examination draper going up to check his face looking at his eyes that are glazed over checking in his mouth you notice that the teeth come loose he seems to be wearing a set of full dentures his gums are pink and healthy underneath them no evidence of teeth very strange. Hmm. Well, we can rule out uh, him cutting himself open with the knife. That's much more complicated than that. But yeah, this is very strange. Hmm. So, is there a way to tell if the cuts on the clothing are recent? I'm not. I can't really think of a good reason to think of how. I mean, like, if there would be blood stains kind of on there, it may, I mean, depends how recent we would think, but um, yeah. who would wear a jacket that's all clawed to pieces, you know, unless yeah. you got clawed to pieces today? Yeah, the the shirt underneath, it's hard to see if there's blood stains just on the black jacket, but you can see that there's blood stains on the shirt itself. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So... It looks like his arms were cut up, but there are no wounds. Hmm. And you you made me curious when you talked about him wearing dentures and he had healthy gums. I'll go up there and uh, kind of examine that. And uh, what I'm looking for is, like, is there any, like, indication that he, this might be weird, like, that he had teeth before? Or is it more like a newborns, you know, when they haven't even teethed yet? And... This seems like he had had teeth before. Okay. And they had long since fallen out. I mean, you've seen this in some just elderly individuals, yeah. except it's in this case, the gums don't seem diseased at all. They're pink and healthy. Well, were pink and healthy. Right. Yeah. Well, if, if his arms were cut up and then were able to heal themselves, then any kind of gum disease he had might have cleared up as well with whatever is causing him to heal. Hmm. Wow. I mean, if uh, it wasn't such a destructive uh, parasite, you'd almost think you'd found the fountain of youth. Like, Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking, is before it burst out, it was positive. It was symbiotic until it killed him. Hmm. And he works in a pharmaceuticals company. Yeah. And with that sort of over-the-shoulder comment, we're going to pan out to the rest of the apartment search. So, Dialect, how did your search roll do? Uh, I got a 44 out of 40. So that's a critical failure? Yes. So <laughs> you, you're sort of standing there, like, supervising <laughs> from a relatively safe distance, and... Uh, uh, making that comment over the shoulder, maybe Dish and Draper give you a side eye, like, aren't you supposed to be working? And you give the, oh, shit, and turn around and step. 
right onto the intestines that are on the floor. There's this unhealthy squinching sound as you go, oh, fuck, and try to rectify yourself and slip and fall. What did happen from this, at least, is um, you notice that there's more fluids than just blood on the floor. There's this kind of yellowish ichor towards the end of the intestines and you're face to face with some kind of curled up worm underneath the chair i'll take a sanity roll from that oh god what is my sanity Ooh, I passed. Okay. I'm still going to give you one, at least for the crit fail. Um, Yeah, you are facing a, about a foot long, two inch in diameter, what looks like a nasty fucking centipede. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is this thing? Oh my God. Is it moving? Is it alive? You get this blood and ichor and stuff all over your hands as you're trying to squeakily like get back up on the floor, making a whole mess of the intestines at the end of the room. You can get up and sort of stop. People can crowd around if you want. Look, it's not moving. It seems curled up. Um, how big did you say it was? This looks like about a foot long. Okay. It's, it's curled slightly, so it's difficult to estimate. But it's a solid couple of inches in diameter. There's, you, It's hard to tell if it's legs like a centipede or if it's barbs sticking huh. out from it. I'm going to, uh, is there anything uh, in the apartment like, you know, a bat, something that I can kind of poke it with that is not attached to me. Is there a fireplace? You got a fireplace <laughs> poker. Classic. Yeah. Sure. Fire. Let's say that there's a fireplace poker. Yeah. I'll pick I'll pick that up and kind of uh you know yeah, poke it you with know, a stick. I, yeah, see if it yeah, poke it with a stick like a little boy, you know, and if it moves then you know poke it a lot harder. But <laughs> Okay. So I'm covering my mouth because <laughs> Some insects can move like lightning, dude. Mm-hmm. You poke it with this fireplace poker. Mm-hmm. And for the briefest moment, it <laughs> sort of lurches back in a spasm oh, underneath God, the chair. Yeah. Then curls back up. Mm-hmm. Almost like a we call them roly polies, like how they mm-hmm. yeah. roll it. Okay. Get a jar or put it in a, in something. Um. Yeah. Grab I'll me like, something. I'll just hold my shirt up like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, uh, home. You can get a throw pillow. Um. Set it on top. <laughs> There's some cooking tongs if you want something to try and pick it up with. Yeah. Um, Can we see, like, if there's a big old jar or something, a mason jar? Yeah. Uh, There's a big jar of pickles in the fridge. You can just dump all those out, making this sloshing sound all in the sink, and then 
grabbing some cooking tongs, you can grab the back of this thing and slowly drag it out. It still twitches slightly, but it seems just like muscle spasms, like how a snake can still bite when its head's cut off. Mm-hmm. And looking at it, you all can see this is half of the thing. The bud end of it has been ripped apart. You almost see what look like teeth marks in it. It's is curled it, up. Oh, go ahead. Is it is it worm-like in its structure or more like insect-like with little segments of carapace? It's almost unnaturally like both. It seems to be a more worm-like in that these barbs are not like legs. They are all over this thing. Imagine if an earthworm was armor-plated and then had a mouth like a hagfish. The mouth on this thing is covered in teeth and seems to have plenty of uh, very strong sort of masticating mandibles around on it. Like something from the ocean. Oh, Man, y'all seen that movie Tremors? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, classic. They had those little hairs on their back. Oh. Yeah. Uh, lid on. And everyone else can now roll sand for getting a nice close view of this. Mm-hmm. Everything is under control. 94. Okay. It's going to be a okay. zero or D2 on an unnatural. Duty, you say, ah, it's dead. See, under control. There. One one point. Yep, two. Okay. Uh, what I'm going to try and do, like, uh, see if I can, you know, measure its mandibles. Like, you know, maybe just kind of eyeball it and then look at the wounds on the guy and see, hey, do these kind of look like it ripped its way out of him, this thing. Or, okay. While Dish is doing that, um, deception and duty. Uh, how did your search rolls do, or what exactly are you looking at? While I got a 55, the... which is an... Ex- a, uh, it's a crit success. Crit, crit success. So... I'm assuming that deception is going through checking for um, <clears throat> other sorts of identification and in no way small portable valuables that can be easily pocketed. Uh, searching through, particularly in the bedroom, you find a very large, uh, I'm trying to think of the right name for it, Those the jewelry and uh, containers where there's a box with the drawers and things that come out of it. Jewelry box. Yeah. Yeah. That name would make sense if my brain were working correctly. Um, You find a jewelry box that is cram packed with this very antique looking jewelry. Some of it is modern, but there's lots of rings, lots of gold necklaces, lots of actual jewels and like giant diamond gemstones on brooches. And this is male jewelry or female jewelry? Female jewelry. Hmm. And a healthy amount of it. I think searching around, you might also find just on the 
dresser, let's say, uh, would be an ID tag lanyard key card uh, type arrangement with a photo of a woman, seems to be maybe early 40s, uh, sort of salt and pepper, black hair with a little bit of white coming through uh, with the name Tatiana Sokolov. Why does that sound familiar? So, and, oh, go ahead. Since since this is obviously women's jewelry, and there is uh, uh, there's probably other uh, female accoutrements around the room. Um, I might find a small bag or handbag of some sort, and I will uh, empty out her jewelry into the bag. And my justification is, of course, we can make this all look like a big robbery. Of course, that's a very good justification for a cover-up on that. You can grab the you can grab the Louis Vuitton you can grab the Chanel clutch to uh, put all of this stuff in. Okay, that yeah. I'm sure it's just for safekeeping with the best of intentions. Duty, yeah. <laughs> Duty, how so did you do? Everything being under control, as uh, Agent Duties want to tell you all, uh, having uh, reached a uh, a point that is beyond his uh, mental capabilities, shall we say? Um, he has wandered off towards the room with all the papers thrown everywhere, because that is the hopefully the least likely area to have fucked up shit in it uh, and rolled a 45 under 60 for search. Okay. You can find identifying documents, maybe some tax documents, W-2s, things like that, uh, that also identify the main person as Tatiana Sokolov. Uh, She seems to be renting this apartment um, also employed at McKinley Pharmaceuticals. You're searching through the desk and you're finding that like a lot of these papers are just sort of regular mail stuff that has gotten rifled through that someone seemed to have been looking for something or maybe trying to hide something. It's difficult to tell. Searching around the desk, you can see one of the drawers is pulled open and feeling around inside you don't feel a false bottom but you do feel a journal that is uh put on over the top the pulling this out you can see that it's a slim black journal with a lot of writing inside in cyrillic i'm not sure if you can read russian but it seems like there's it's not just Russian. That's calligraphy. It seems to be notes that are written in a combination of Russian and Chinese with a little bit of English smattered in. Huh. There's some tables and things inside. Hey, What's uh, your... speak, uh, speak Russian? Duty, do you have any science skills? Nope. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a piece of shit beat cop with uh, sergeant aspirations. That's it. Well, you've got, you've got what, Russian and, and you would just say Chinese? Russian and Chinese and a bit of English spattered in. Tables in the uh, book as well. 
Tables. Chinese is fairly fairly easy to decipher, though. Um, not for duty. Duty's a, a not a very clever man. And that's actually deception. While you are sort of halfway, like half paying attention, putting things into the Chanel clutch, you and you get a whiff of something in the room. You get a slight whiff of incense, but you haven't seen any holders. Incense, you sort of smell. Um, I'll I'll look around. I mean, there, there's probably things, knickknacks, things here and there. There's probably a dressing table where... As you step outside of the closet, the smell seems to fade. Something inside the closet. Um, I I will... Um, I will look down on the floor to see if there are any boxes or, you know, things like that. There's probably shoes. Um, uh, any shoe boxes that are there and closed, uh, I'll flip them open just to see. Uh, I'll look up on the shelf above the clothes. Sure. See if there's anything. Flipping through I'll, the... I'll also feel around the back wall to see if there is a yeah. button. Flipping through some of the shoe boxes and things inside, your mind kind of logs like, damn, those are Jimmy shoes. And continuing to go around through it, it's, you're not finding, like, there's, there's no incense or perfumes or room air fresheners that are inside the closet in there. There's not even any of those little lavender bags hanging around. At looking at the ceiling and that top area, you notice there's a slight gap. It's very slim, but it's almost at an angle. Instead of the walls being completely flush, you notice that there's a slight triangular mismatch at the end. And on that, we're going to flip back to Dish. As you're also trying to just eyeball some kind of weird things, holding your thumb somewhat close to this worm, but not close enough in case it decides to spasm again. Right. Um, you can see this thing was made for ripping and devouring flesh. There are, there's not even really any molars. It just seems to be sharp teeth all the way down through it, almost making a circular pattern around in its maw with these mandibles just made probably to rip meat and then the rest to process it down. Mm. Holding its length or putting its length nearby the body, you don't see a lot of evidence of chewing mm. and shredding in the insides. What you do notice, though, is your eyes drift back to that segment of his large intestine near his colon that seems to be ripped like this thing was ripped out of his own intestine mm. Mm. and did some damage on the way out, like, yeah. rip, like trying to rip a rose through a clenched fist and shredding your hand yeah yeah um, this thing was living in him as it matured yeah so how long do you think it would take something like that to grow 
I will also I will also say just as an extra sort of sidebar, the wound in his abdomen is much larger than some like if this worm were going to go full chest burster, that wouldn't need to have so much flesh ripped up superficially. It's kind of going in. Right. Hmm. It's like something external knew that it was there and tore the man apart trying to get to it. Yeah. What if there's two things going on here? Whatever jumped out the window was here to kill him and kill that thing. You said it looked like it was partly eaten. The this doesn't look like the whole creature you can see that there's a part of it that is ripped and looking at this almost armor chitinous plating you can see what almost looks like gnawing like that kind of teeth score marks from human canines Hmm. and incisors huh Maybe, Maybe it's not a parasite. Maybe it's more of a symbiotic relationship. In my head, I'm thinking this guy knew it was in there. He could feel it getting big. He decided to cut it out. And then he realized, oh, shit, I'm going to die. And he, he thought maybe I'm going to eat just a little bit of it and maybe it'll heal me back up. I'm thinking but, this thing uh, is causing the healing. But right. you, you you said that it looked like the guy's body was naturally uh, uh, like the teeth thing. And it, it, he might have been older than what he looks like. The thing might have been keeping him alive. That was the hypothesis he put forward. What if somebody else wanted it? Yeah. Because there were two people in this room. A man yeah. and a woman. Mm-hmm. And the woman seems to have gotten loose from handcuffs and jumped out the window. Well, I, I heard some of you mention pharmaceutical company. This, <clears throat> these two worked together? They were co-workers? Well, they were rich. I mean, they, there's there's women's jewelry in the other room. So is this the woman's apartment, not the man's? Yeah. Or, yeah. or do they both live together? Yeah. Draper no. gestures at all the throw pillows. Far too mm-hmm. many for comfortable seating yeah. on a couch. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it, it, is, uh, they, the man's ID, ID was not, his the address wasn't this apartment, this this apartment. So he, it's pretty safe to assume he didn't live here. Uh, they, Agent Draper, you're right. They they did both work at, uh, was it McKinley Pharmaceuticals? McKinley. Okay. We definitely need to talk to their boss, figure out what's going on with them. Y'all think we should talk to the, the nosy neighbor who called the police? See if she, well, no, recognizes, I think Duty could probably talk to her if he wants to. Yeah. I think maybe we should not involve her at all because the more nosy she gets, the more nosy she gets. As far as she's concerned, I, an effective police response is being taken. She doesn't. Well, I think we need more. I would, I would, if I were you, I'd, I'd, I'd approach the pharmaceutical place very, very cautiously. Oh yeah. Well, we we need to find um, photo ID of this Tatiana woman if she's running loose with some kind of monster in her. You know, if it was in her 
I'd say if it was in her pocket. Uh, she girls don't usually have pockets, so I mean, we said we found her ID for work, right? And oh well, yeah, yeah. Deception found her sort of name tag key card in the closet. Uh, and actually, have- you as you're coming back out, your eye catches on something. Deception um, in the hamper. There is a burgundy red fabric sort of jutting out. It seems almost velvety, very uh-huh. heavy and thick. I'll pull it out. Is it a dress or a dressing gown? Or... You think it's a dress at first. As you're sort of pulling it out, you can see large open section at the bottom, sleeves, and then a large hood. This seems to be a very thick, burgundy, almost a velvet type of fabric. It looks a little culty, you gotta admit, with a pretty large hood that can cover well over the front of the face. But the more peculiar thing about this is there is a long slit up the back of it where you can see the hole, if you were to hold it from the hood part and see the hole where the face is, it sort of goes out more or less like a red dress. And there is a slit that would go up about to the small of the back. I uh, I walk out with it and I show it and I say, look at this. Um, and I'll flip it around like this and say, did she have a tail? Look at this hole oh, here. The the red and dress from the alleyway. And it's sewn into, it's not like it's a rip. It's like it's sewn into the garment. Does this woman have a, a tail? No, but Is she a, that's the woman that, that stabbed uh, Emily that started all of that. Yeah, are you... This uh, is her. Are you... Uh, are you telling me the whole lizard people thing? I mean, was the president Bugs. really a lizard man? <clears throat> Reptile, the reptilians? Is this a reptilian? I don't know what you're talking about with lizards, but I think McKinley Pharmacy might be making bug people. Well, this this looks like a fucking tail. Um, I I'm folding it up. And I, I think we should take it with us because evidence like this is dangerous. Yeah. And I will also say duty as you're continuing to rifle through. You're hearing like people talking about weird shit going on. Someone mentioning culty robes. And so you're just sort of going through doing important things, shuffling paperwork, reminding you too much of your old job. You do happen to see some documents relating to second chances as a i forget the coding is it a 401c whatever the nonprofit uh tax identification is as in they filed taxes on behalf of second chances yeah you're finding some tax documents and things inside uh 501c3 huh I'll, I'll wander out with them in my hand. Uh, gentlemen, um, we may have our next uh, port of call. I'll hold up the, the charity documents. 
Oh, yeah. A philanthropist. Well, nonprofit, yeah. Like a church or a. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to look up this uh, second chances and see what they are. Okay. You can oh. easily do that on your phone. Uh, you get an a front-facing website, a front-facing website. Uh, this is an aid organization to uh, uh, assist those uh, experiencing homelessness and struggling with addiction. They describe being listed in major cities across the U.S. and will uh, take in eligible participants to live for free in-house rehab at one of their clinics. And then once they are clean and recovered through rehab therapy, they will set them up with a like, you know, a new set of clothes, some new income for a fresh start in a new city. Huh. Is there a local clinic to this location? You go through some of their links. Um, the website's pretty vague. Like you see sort of a map of the US and there's dots around in several of the air and like several states, but it's kind of hard to tell where that dot is whenever it's the size of like Dallas Fort Worth on a Texas map. So you try to search in and find the locations and you just find more and more references to contact us for more details or visit us in person at one of our clinics. But you can't really find out where that location is. You just keep getting sent to contact us for more details. Interesting. Um, I'm going to walk out to the balcony and have a look onto the street and see if there's a payphone nearby. I am going to have to roll luck on that because I don't know if we have payphones in I don't 20, think we do anymore. 20. Uh, they're oh, they're still, all over Australia. There's still a couple in the U.S. but Okay, yeah. so unfortunately that's a 54. So you can see yeah. the stand where there used to be payphones maybe in the 90s, but it's just been gutted. So it's now just effectively a really crappy wind blocker. Very good. Okay, well, I don't want these guys getting my actual phone number, so I may uh, invest in a burner phone shortly and give them a call from that um is there anything else that we uh need to search at this apartment uh i yeah i think we need to get out of here as quickly as possible um i've made it kind of look like there was a robbery uh, do we need do to do anything with that them? body to make it of course they did i mean they're not going to need this stuff anymore um, it's all girls' jewelry. I don't know where girls, girls' jewelry, but it's nice shit. And we're agents of Delta Green, so we can vanish okay. into the woodwork and nobody will ever know. So if right. robbery is the cover-up, we need to take any cash that's lying around as well. Um, I don't know if there was any uh, sitting around. I was just sort of looking at... Uh, yeah, maybe there's mad money somewhere. Yeah, yeah, could be. There wasn't any in his wallet, so um, going to. So I still have uh, that shirt from the uh, what was it, Emily? Mm-hmm. I'm going to compare the uh, wound hole in Emily's shirt to the 
damages on this guy's shirt and see if they're about the same length and everything, obviously. No. Okay. Because this guy's shirt has been, for lack of a better term, positively gutted. Um, the, the wound here is maybe about a foot in diameter. Uh, so yeah. where yeah. Emily, I mean, potentially she could have been stabbed with something a little smaller than the uh, width of that French chef's knife that the man is, has, still has clutched in his fist. But uh -huh. um, it does look like a knife wound. Maybe not this exact knife. Uh-huh. Okay. Before we leave, do you get any impression from any of this that it's some sort of alien creature that is reproducing itself or that it's just, I mean, alien insect monster that's murdering and eating people? What would well, your guess be, doctors? I don't know about reproducing, but it might be cultivating food if she's implanting these things and then ripping them out to devour later. Weird. Yeah. Gross. As, um, I mean, I guess I just, I made an assumption earlier. Um, since I looked at his dentures, could I try to confirm that he is not the one that took a bite out of the worm? Yes. Um, you <laughs> can sort of hold it up. It, it's kind of, it's a lot of guesswork involved in making this bite down. The, uh, it doesn't quite seem like it. The dentures yeah. are pretty flat and even all across. Mm. Think like car salesman type teeth. Uh, however, with these, you can see like there was a pretty sharp incisor that made some scores in. Also just something as you're sort of holding this worm, this thing is thick and this would have been about the equivalent of biting through power cable to chomp this thing in half. Yeah. And I well, will I... also say for free that the other half of the worm is still in here somewhere. Is it still in him inside of his intestine? Do you want to take a look? I don't. I uh, just point and say uh, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, if gotta get his, it. yeah, if it's in the small intestines, it, his small intestine would be kind of bulged up where it's at. So yeah. I'll cut open his, his large intestines because they're obviously oh. larger. You don't really have to. It's splayed out all over the floor. You can poke, yeah. uh, but it seems to have been pretty pureed. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. It seems like the worm was ripped out and then mm -hmm. ripped in half. Okay. So we got to look around just to see if under the bed, under the. I mean, it can't be that hard to search, right? Oh, wait, there was a thing in the closet. I completely forgot about it. Uh, there's a place where the paneling is a little bit pulled away. Like uh, hidden storage? I'll take a minute and point to it. I said it's oh, either no. a secret panel or. And so I'll say, with the kind of day that Duty is having, I'm sure that he may be sort of rifling through to try and find some extra cash around in here, uh, checking through the different cabinets and things around in this front living area. You find a healthy amount. Let's see. You find a stack of what should be a about six thousand dollars in cash 
what the fuck? Uh, sitting in a, just in a, in a nice little stack uh, tucked away underneath in one of the cabinets. Um, and you happen to notice that your foot is in a, another little bit of this yellowish ichor. Moving your boot, you can see that that other part of the worm is very close to you. Ah. Barbecue tongues. Um, cool. Um, hey, uh, the deception. I, I gather you may know something about a uh, counterfeit currency. That. Oh yeah. Um, I'll hand him off a stack of hundreds. So. These <laughs> real? They seem legit. <laughs> I won't even make you roll for it because your uh, criminology is super high. But yeah. Yeah, they're legit. Jesus. And well, it fits the robbery angle. Um, a dish. I found the worm. Oh, did okay. Put it in with oh. the other piece. See if they join up and become. Put it in the pickle again. jar. Yeah, that's right. We got to bring the pickle jar with us. <laughs> Shove it on in. And. As your deception, you're sort of going back to the closet and you're pointing it out where it is. Now that you sort of know what to look for, you're seeing where the amount of hallway that you have to go down in order to get to the door does not agree with how deep that walk-in closet was. There, there's it seems a like spot. Yeah. And being able to sort of find that little rift in the back wall you can lift it out and it seems like a set of sheetrock that was set up and painted to look functionally identical to the rest inside you get a fresh waft of incense it doesn't smell like an earthbound trading company it smells like something that's a little more handmade um laurel has citrus more floral and something else it's it's kind of hard to describe it makes the back of your throat tickle slightly and there is a sort of a uh, small pillow sort of sitting pad area this looks almost like a meditation like a shrine or corner a medit- yeah and your your mind first goes to shrine and it sort of makes you think of muslim prayer almost and then back to meditation as there's these very long scrolls are hanging on the far wall left and right the scrolls have chinese characters and calligraphy and other types of illustrations on them that are so faded to almost be illegible they're it's really difficult to see on them they seem extremely old actually the longer that you're in here sort of looking at these that that tickling that's in the back of your throat it clicks it smells like ozone in here like electricity like ozone oh is there anything else? There's a mat on the floor? Yeah, sort of like a, a plush sitting pillow type mat thing. And uh, um, I, I'm going to reach out and uh, very carefully touch one of the scrolls. Uh, is it still you know, strong enough that it's, it's not like falling apart? 
it's just old and faded. Right. It's not going to crumble into dust, um, but it does feel very fragile. These uh, these may be really important. Ugh, back of my throat. Um, as you guys smell that, it's it's floral and spicy, and it kind of burns the back of your throat. It's ozony, like lightning. Hmm. Um, I I want to look around quickly if there's like a pair of small scissors or something that I can. Are these things hung up like with a string? Yes. Okay. So so you can easily lift it off the wall and sort of roll them back up. And I'll yeah, definitely that's... say like, yeah, Dwayne can recognize that smell from occasional jobs whenever you would paint walls and then you would set up an ozonator in a room to help that paint dry faster and get away from that chemically smell. That's really, that's the first thing that your mind goes to. You barely even notice the incense. Okay. We might need something to uh, enhance. You know, we can take, we can run these through Photoshop and see if we can bring out the the colors and the characters better. Um, but I think these might be important. Certainly, we can't leave them behind. So I'll collect all the scrolls. How many are there? Three. There's three. Hmm. Okay. I'll carefully roll them up, and I'll put them in the Louis Vuitton bag. Which now Finally, I a good bag. excuse to take that, too. It'd be such a shame <laughs> to leave it. <laughs> Uh, we've got some sort of cult going on here. Hmm. Um, so, and is that also the incense smell? The same, that was that same. There there incense. are little bits of incense that are sticking up from containers inside okay. this room, uh, just from a little brass cup thing in front of the sitting pillow. And can I do a just once over search to see if there's anything hidden, you know, Sure. Floorboards Go ahead and get roll pulled it. up and there's some horrible home. <laughs> Why? 99. Uh, ooh. <laughs> so in that case, I'm going to say that you are searching around to try and find anything. And you happen to drop one of the scrolls whenever you do you had them just sort of tucked under your arm and we're rooting around one of them falls and just splinters oh no 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 no! Oh, shit shit maybe i can glue it back together oh god what was that noise i just dropped something that might be really super valuable oh uh, shit it might might be i don't know the key to everlasting life uh, I will I carefully now take the pieces of the the scroll and put them together into a pile. Of, you scoop pile up, a, you scoop and up, I, and then dump it into the Louis Vuitton, and uh, can maybe set the others more gingerly on top of it. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna need to get out of here quick soon. Yeah. Have I've we, got what I need. I mean, we're going to have to alert the authority. Yeah. We are the authorities. Yeah. We'll we let Agent Duty take care of that. He can he can orchestrate it so that it looks like a robbery. <laughs> okay. 
an unfortunate scene, but we will uh, we'll be moving on. I think. I think I will control. I think I will leave first, and I'll go down and I'll make sure this stuff is secured in the uh, the car. However, we got here. Okay. Um, as you're walking out, what's your alertness? My normal alertness is 50. Go Go ahead and give me a roll. Yeah. Uh, 19. Just regular. You're a little more, I would say you're a little more wary than usual. This is sort of habit for you at this point, just checking around at everything, making sure nothing suspicious. You happen to notice that there is a silver sedan that is stopped sort of crossways in front of the apartment building. And then whenever there's a little bit of a pause, whenever you can see that you recognize that it is there and it starts pulling away. It's a little too far away to really get a license plate on it, but it, that little cop warning triggers in you. It doesn't look like a cop car, but, you know, old habits and all that. Well, yeah, being observed by anybody. And now we've got some cult and some weird stuff going on that we think might be happening. So um, I will put the stuff in the car and I'll wait there. And as I do, I will text that uh, we may be under observation. Mm. Great. Not like 30% chance that we're actually under observation and or or i'm just paranoid Hmm. all right i'm gonna head down then too yeah same okay and you close the door behind you where are you going once everyone's left i will uh just before leaving, I'll call Officer Braddock and I'll uh, inform him that we have stumbled upon what appears to be a uh, messy violence, maybe even a robbery gone wrong. Now, uh, Carpenter, uh, we didn't get any calls about that coming in. Uh, do you happen to, how'd you come across this? Is it something I need to be worried about? Uh, this crazy neighbor evidently wants someone to talk to. Kept waving her hands around looking for her, uh, attention. Oh, of course, being a good beat cop, I wandered over. Starts crying about how there's been a an assault of some description in the apartment next to her. So I try the door. It swings open dead dude on the floor. Everything is under control. She knows nothing, but might be good to uh, flash the brass and have some uh, CSIs come have a look at this place. Wow. Well, uh, I understand you're from out of town, but you're sounds like a pretty serious wellness check. You sure just handed this collar over to me? No strings attached? Not my jurisdiction. Well, uh, appreciate you looking out. I'll uh, 
keep keep this in mind later on. Good man. Hangs up. I think we're going back to the headquarters, wherever we, we established our headquarters. The mm-hmm. hotel room, motel room. I yeah. believe it was a La Quinta. La Quinta yeah, Inn. La Quinta Inn. Yeah. Ugh. All right, so let's head back there. Okay. You all can easily make your way back down there. Just trying to get a mental image. Are you all just clustering together in one of the suite rooms? Or are you going to go in your separate ways and check on different leads? What What's everybody doing? I think well, Agent Duty's going to crawl into a ball in his room for a few hours. <laughs> you can't help it's but think about that worm when you do. Uh, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, if I have a uh, a blade that I think is could cut through this carapace, I'm going to use that. If I don't think I have a blade that would be strong enough for that, I would probably I mean, go to the nearest store and buy a larger knife, like sure. a car- like a carpet knife. You know, those can cut through about anything. It seems like. I think, actually, I'm going to put a pin in that for a second. Yep. Duty, I just want to check and see, did you hit your breaking point in there? I absolutely did. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am going to just say, as your uh, disorder that you're going to get, you are now going to have an obsession with keeping things under control. You will be in control of these situations. They will not be allowed to get out of hand. Okay. Now, for Dish... Um, I assume that you have essentially the, the nerd go bag that can have things like basic lab testing, scalpel, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, and just general first aid kit. Uh, you take a scalpel to the exterior carapace of this thing, having pretty satisfactorily pinned it down. So it shouldn't twitch anymore. And it's thick. It's more than just insect chitin. It's really difficult for your scalpel to sort of get through. The blade mm-hmm. is starting to bend a little bit as you're mashing very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you're worried that if you stab down, it's going to get into the soft tissue. So you get the those shears that you would use to say, like, take a cast apart or something, being able to work a little bit of it under. And you're having to squeeze down and more or less <sighs> snip this thing open. Do you need to get a Dremel? That would help. Almost need like a lobster thing to eat a lobster tail. Get those those walnut crackers after it. Probably a a Home Depot nearby. You can get a Dremel. Um, They're not that expensive. Uh, Yeah. I'm making progress. It'll take some time and it's damaging some of the soft tissue underneath. However, um, whenever you look at the organs and anatomy in this thing, literally everything that you, that your biology training is telling you should help this function. Like you're seeing essentially an esophagus 
that just bleeds into everything else. The This doesn't even have a circulatory system. Its circulatory system is its digestive system. It seems to oh. thrive from constantly processing things in and growing itself. The creature is hermaphroditic. You find what should amount to male and female sex organs as well as a capacity to self-replicate. Huh. The, what else? Um, I, I'll ask you, I'll also ask you to roll a little bit of sanity just because this is very much not of this world. And fail. Okay. It's just one. It's, okay. it's enough that you're, <sighs> yeah, it's sort of shaking everything that you thought should be happening. Um, actually, I think that the, the realization that really makes that chill go down your spine is that this seems to be an embryo. Oh. This seems to remind you more of like a caterpillar. So it is part of the reproduction of something. The life cycle. Yeah. And yeah. one other thing. Um, okay. Uh, the sex organs of this thing seem slightly smaller, shriveled, uh, less active than the rest of its digestive circulatory system, Wombo Combo. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah, I'm... Yeah. Underdeveloped uh, or atrophied. Yeah. He says I mean, embryo life. Maybe they're just not developed yet. For lack of a better word, it seems suppressed. Mm -hmm. They just they just turned it off. They didn't need it. Hmm. Waste of yeah. energy. Strange. Hmm. I know things, but my character doesn't know things. So can't. <laughs> <laughs> when you're playing the PC that goes, hmm, gross, yeah. clean that up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so on the way back, I stopped at a uh, stationery store and I got um, some acid free paper and I got some ad adhesive uh, so that I'm going to attempt to put together that, uh, that damaged scroll. Uh, with a stronger backing so that it doesn't just fall apart. And then this is going to take me hours, but I, I I would like to photograph each scroll carefully and then use like Photoshop to enhance the contrast and bring the characters out clearly and mm -hmm. then take the photographs of the individual Chinese characters and put them into the computer and see if the computer can identify what the word means, what the phrase is. Okay. To try and decipher. I don't know anything about Chinese, but. Sure. I, I will say this will take you more or less the rest of the evening and then some. This is going to be a very time uh, intensive process. Uh, okay. What about the rest of you? Well, um, 
the the two most pressing things for me are the pharmaceutical company that we should figure out how we want to investigate, <clears throat> but also the fact that Tatiana is still out there free. I think that we need to get her name and face to the local authorities at least. Maybe Duty could do that. Get you know something like a warrant out for her. Just get some help tracking her down. What do you guys think? Do we yeah, want her at this point in time? She doesn't know that we exist. Yeah, uh, poking the bear, so to speak, is probably not a great idea. Um, yeah, but it, if she's just out there killing the bear, people, but in a different way. Yeah. Um, so I I mentioned in the apartment that I wanted to go get a burner phone. Um, so mm-hmm. Once Judy sort of recovers from his uh, little power nap, sort of uh, crying session. Um, <laughs> Order down to the nearest convenience store and pick up a burner phone. Um, okay. And with that, he will call second chances and play the part of someone in need. Sure. Although, with his current mental state, not that much of a stretch. You get an automated, hyper cheerful robot voice uh, coming in. Thank you for calling Second Chances, where everyone can get a second chance at life. Your call is very important to us. Please give us your name and information, and we'll try and get back with you as quick as we can. If you have questions about our hours of service, please press 2. If you have questions about a current resident, please press 3. Otherwise. Just leave your name and information and hit the pound sign. Hi, uh, my, my name is Angus. I need some help. I'm in real deep. I, uh, pound sign. Okay. And then I will hang up. Hmm. And then I reckon we'll give it like five. And then we'll call back again, and this time we'll hit two just to hear about the uh, active times. Sure. There's no immediate reply, so you can sort of wait around, call back, and this time, thank you for calling second chances. You hit two before, it's like second, mm-hmm. and trying to get. Our hours vary by different locations of service. Typically, we have members on staff from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day of the week in our rehabilitation centers, though we do have faculty available 24 hours a day for those living in-house. Great. Very helpful. I'll hang up on them. <laughs> okay. That's told us not very much, but it's it's planted the seed that may be of, of use. Um, so, burner phones all set up. Uh, second chances are there. Um, I think now we start to look into the pharmaceutical company. Um, what I might even do is I'll go pay Officer Braddock a visit. Um, one part uh social call, one part uh work uh visit. Just sort of uh follow up on how they're going with the uh B and E robbery. Um, and uh, ask uh after the uh the victim just sort of you know what did you find out what do you know so you get to oh. the police station 
and start making a beeline over to Braddock's desk and it's empty. Actually, uh, quite a bit of the station is not occupied. Some of them may be gone. Others are sort of clustered around a TV that's airing local news. And you see a familiar face getting interviewed by a petite blonde reporter. And he's like, yeah, well, we got a disturbance call set up in this apartment up here at signs of violence and uh, happened to see I charged in uh, having variable cause for concern and found the deceased lying there. Apparently it had been a bloody brawl and he is hamming it up and enjoying every ounce of spotlight that this is providing. That's my man. Um, I'll I'll leave him a little note, just saying. Uh, came to check in on you. Wanted to discuss uh, case. Uh, call me. You know my number. And I'll leave a little XO XO. There we yeah. go. Okay. <laughs> As is normal between police yeah, communication. That's that's, uh, that's protocol. Actually, that's mm -hmm. what they teach you in um in basic. All right. And dialect, what are you working on? Um, I think that I am actually just uh, cleaning my my uh, gun and trying to take it easy for the night in preparation for uh, hopefully running into this lizard with a stinger who has fingernails that are painted red. Um, on one hand and the other hand has lizard hand. Uh, yeah, just, just, just taking it easy for the night. Are there any other supplies that you would want to get to prep for this tomorrow? Um, I don't think that I could find hand grenades anywhere. Um, but if I could find hand grenades somewhere, that is what I would want to get. Well, from your time in the army, I feel like you might have had a little bit of exposure to IEDs. What's your demolition skill? 40. Do you want to try rolling demolitions to make some? See how that fares? Of course. Don't you fumble. Can't, you can't spend luck, so I, uh, 48 out of 40. I'm unsuccessful. At least it wasn't 44. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you build some IEDs based on your sort of memories in the area and are pretty confident that they're going to work. Perfect. I'm ready. All right. And then you can spend the rest of the evening cleaning your rifle. Literally. Uh, Draper. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I don't really know. Like, I feel like there is a monster on the loose actively killing people. But whatever. I can wait. <laughs> Just watch TV or something, I guess. Like, I I don't know. I feel like uh, we kind of had a lead on her. We were right behind her. She ran off into a part of the city we could have followed. But I don't know. Um, I'm just not too sure. Okay. Would you, so do you think that you're just going to sort of sit and deliberate for the evening? Or is there anything you wanted to try and look up just online, doing some passive computer research? If you want, you could phone in to the police to try and put out an APB matching that description. 
You well, feel like I mean, you've had a... I kind of wanted to, yeah, like I, I got a mostly negative response from my fellow agents, so I won't, I won't do that on my own. Um, okay. I guess, yeah, just uh, like Facebook stalking, just uh, try to see, um, get the lady's face, see if she's traveled recently, something like that. Okay. I'm not expecting to get much. Yeah, she has a LinkedIn that is pretty much barren. It has the one entry for McKinley Pharmaceuticals, and that's sort of it. You have a photo to identify her. Uh, she okay. seems to be sort of um, thinner, white, longer, black hair with a little bit of gray mixed in with it. You guess you could see how a, like, a college kid would call someone old. They seem about your age, but hey, I mean, kids today. And yeah, just searching around, you can find, uh, you can pull up like McKinley Pharmaceuticals from the LinkedIn. You can get contact information for the company there. They are a local pharmaceutical manufacturing company that is based in New Haven, Connecticut. And you can pull up an address uh, for them there. Um, does it say how long she's been employed? It says that she's been employed for the past couple of years. Okay. So it's been a while. Let's say she's been employed since about 2019. So not super seasoned, but has been here to put down roots for a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, Draper is just real fixated on her as the target. He feels like uh, that's what we're here to deal with. And that's what we need to find. Okay. And at this point, like as the night is waning on, uh, deception, you are to the point that you can take your photos, mess with the contrast in Photoshop and try and like sketch out holding this paper over the computer monitor to get these characters. Uh, the thing with calligraphy is that the, the one symbol can have lots of different meanings and things. So it really depends on the context for how they are strung together. Uh, also in your searching, you're finding um, some of these are not recognized. This is not really contemporary Mandarin. It's older. You can find it sort of like Google uh, has the you might, uh, uh, what is it? Other images similar to this. And you're seeing other things that are like museum photos and manuscripts and things. And this seems very, very old. Uh, yeah. If I can. Far beyond my, my expertise. But maybe uh, it's I something around like, you're getting results that are around like 900 AD in terms yeah. of documents with these types of characters on them. The ones that you can... The things that you can find inside uh, referenced age, travel, and ascension and location. Okay. And return. Doesn't make any sense. Um, return it seems to be well, sort of perhaps meditation instructions it seems like a mantra of traveling and returning to the same place but different 
is um, something with time and age. Yeah, I think that it's way beyond me. Um, I was kind of hoping for. I don't. I don't have any kind of knowledge in foreign languages, so I thought that my little trick might work a little bit. But in this case, it seems like I'm just pulling out nonsense. Um, but what I will do is I will. Um, I don't really have a printer. I'll have to find a way to print out a copy of this and maybe pop over to the local university or, you know, find if there's a Chinese scholar that could give me some insight into what this is. But sure, that's a process. So if I run out of things to do in that case, I'll, I'll, I don't know what else I'll do. I'll, you said I, I think, some of it is in Russian, though, right? So those would be the notebook. Oh, no, that was the other The, thing. Notebook, the notebook that uh, Duty pulled up. And um, if you want to browse through in those, you can also try and take photos or do the Google Translate hovering your phone over. Um, I'll try they, to do a little of that, but uh, Russian, yeah. But if it's in... If it's in Slavonic, then it's not going to be there. Rush modern Russian is completely different now. But mm. well, I was about to give it to you, so you can oh. still get it. <laughs> uh, hovering over with Google Translate, it's kind of blocky, um, but they seem to be they seem to be referencing research notes uh, and repeated cultivation creating high and low intensity environments. And it's the, the there's one term that it's like, it's referencing the environments and the intensity that the, it, the Google translate like isn't figuring out. It, it seems kind of wonky. Um, I'll, I'll mostly just pass all of this stuff to the biologist. Sure. See if well, he can make anything of it. And if you're passing this over to Dish, um, Dish, you have, I think you said you had a 60 in biology. You could recognize some of the tables in this. Um, you haven't had to look at these in a long time, but it does remind you of your college genetics courses with trying to breed albino fruit flies. This seems like almost Mendelian genetics tables hmm. in terms of trying to follow specific developments and trying to isolate or cultivate something interesting hmm. there's numbers well, I don't know if you this but yeah are well, they what it's... trying to breed fruit flies or well it's almost like they're trying to yeah i don't know make the perfect the fruit flies perfect well for a lack of a better explanation somewhat yeah they're trying to you know make sure they get the best stock and this is some bad shit that's going on here yeah hmm. and is anyone going to try to do an all-nighter pulling things up i'm not really getting that gist but i always uh, like to check uh, and ask. yeah i was going to one thing i, I wanted to look up was uh that was it pharmaceutical mckinley pharmaceuticals you said it's here in town yes um 
go to their website. I'm sure they've got like their little fluff piece, you know, hey, this is what we contribute to the world by making these drugs and mm -hmm. better living through chemistry, all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So me so you can certainly pull up their website. I'm trying to give me a second. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so uh, McKinley Pharmaceutical is actually a much larger corporation. Uh, there is a local office here. Their whole fluff piece is that they are one of the nation's leading manufacturers of um, various life-saving drugs and pharmaceuticals. Um, searching around, you're seeing some news pieces associated with it just from a casual Google search. Um, they are uh, a rather large producer of opioid medications and you know have been sort of lambasted by contributing to the opioid epidemic in the country uh but yeah so you can search through on their fluff piece they seem to just have a local branch uh or a local production area in the industrial district uh sort of on the outskirts of new haven so uh, i think you answered my follow-up question uh them being in the industrial area was that the way that we believe her trail headed toward potentially okay all right okay um after that i'm going to make sure i get these worms back into their uh pickle jar as best as best i can and then if that pickle jar will fit i'll put it into the hotel room safe to make sure that they're behind they're in a you don't want to put it in the mini fridge no next to huh? duty's diet cokes it, no, no, I'm going to put it in this so they're they're behind metal, locked, and uh, try and get some sleep without thinking about those things are in the the room but with they're me. They're dead, dead now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but unfortunately, like they seem to be associated with things that can heal themselves quickly, and that's why I'm going to put them behind this safe, and I type in the little code for it. <laughs> And with that, you can also push a chair in front of the safe yes, to make right. sure yeah. it stays shut. <laughs> um, and everyone can go to sleep. Duty, I need a sanity roll from you to see if you can keep your subconscious under control as well. I can almost guarantee that this will be a failure. Let's go. I got a 94. That's not a success in the slightest. So, yeah, you you hear this thudding and thumping sound that you swear is coming from the safe and this skittering across the floor. You can feel these things more sense them in the darkness approaching towards you, trying to crawl inside of you. And you wake up screaming, it's under control. Everything is under control. I don't know who's unlucky enough to be duty's roommate but you get a rude disturbance duty you cannot get a restful night's sleep no penalties for the first night under control first one's free <laughs> and then we can flash forward to morning you all can have your pre-packaged continental breakfast with those little packets of the two hard-boiled eggs that were cooked probably within the last year 
uh, the little cereal twisty thing in the front lobby, little cartons of milk. Mm. Nice. Hmm. Well, uh, preservatives. We I mean, still have. I I'm I check on check on my worms, make sure that nothing changed with them. The one that the half that you cut open has just sort of leaked this ichor that's just clotting up along the bottom of the jar. But mm -hmm. they seem the other half seems more or less fine. Okay. Shut the safe door. So, uh, what kind of plans we got for today? We got a. Uh, we still need to look into the jailbird. Uh, yeah. We, we need a strategy for the pharmaceutical company. We don't know if she has a lab there, if she's getting supplies from them, or if it runs deeper than that. Yeah, I mean, I think a good thing on that, she's assuming she's missing. We could just go in there. We've got duty with his badge and just go, hey, we're looking into this and we need to check out her office and everything as we, we yeah but i think that's a good idea yeah especially if she's been stalking the nights laying in alleys stabbing people um has she been going to work how long has this been going on like maybe it's not even her anymore yeah or maybe that's just what she does at night yeah i think um, we, we should check that guy's office also because you know uh what was his name yusuf we were, uh, yeah yeah, we will almost certainly need a warrant. Um, pharmaceutical companies will close ranks the second they smell any sort of um, oversight. Um, now, yeah, well, is there any other strategy? Like, we could try to infiltrate? Potentially. Uh, we'll see if my uh, hurried call to the uh, charity gets us anywhere. But uh, with um, our good friend Braddock on the case, uh, what may end up happening is they will find the same pharmaceutical information that we did and they will assumedly start to follow that to its source as well and that's why i'm going to be a bit of a, a parrot in his ear uh just guiding him towards what suits our ends as well but it may be a, a slower process so if I... we have other uh lines of inquiry that we can take uh at the same time that would be ideal but uh we have exhausted quite a lot besides going to see the guy in county itself and duty for that i'll let you have an idea roll 13. okay let's just say you checked up on the local news uh just scrolling in the morning and braddock is calling this you know a robbery gone wrong uh, but it does directly mention that it was in a local woman's apartment. Mm. And you might be able to assume that Braddock, he, he reminds you a little bit too much of yourself in terms of like, he's not a, necessarily a good cop and that like might make some courtesy calls to check in, but not follow up that much mm. that you could pose as ongoing in the investigation and say that it was her apartment that the body was found in yeah. might be enough to get you in without a warrant necessarily of course that will if other police officers show up you're going to be caught with your pants down so yes. leave that to you i'm sorry uh dialect i interrupted you uh, i was just 
wanted to say, um, how involved do we want to get the police around here in any of the, like, I mean, I understand telling them about the dead body. They have to know, but you know, are we planning on probably the best of us? Probably the best of us to, uh, to do this is duty. He can manipulate. We need to manipulate the cops. Well, I I see local law enforcement as a tool for us to utilize. And if that's why yesterday I said suggested that we call out for an arrest for Tatiana because they could do a lot of the footwork for us. If they catch her, lock her up, or she attacks them, then it'll give us a nice lead. I'm just well, worried about her looking like a lizard. Monster. Well, She's out there anyways. Yeah, but we've got to keep students. that under. The, you know, we have to keep things. Keep the p- regular people from figuring anything weird's going on. Yeah. Uh, if she's smart, she'll be keeping it a low profile for a while. Um, I think I will go try and see uh, Officer Braddock again today. Um, go do my consultancy uh, gig. If you guys have some research that you want to do, um, yeah, I think these scrolls might hold the key to what we're dealing with. Um, I can head over to where? Where are we? Chicago? Oh, uh, New New Haven, New Haven, Connecticut. So you're we're right next New door Haven. to Yale. Okay, I'll head over to Yale and see if they've got like a scholar. I can take the Russian. I can take the Chinese, and see if they can decipher what this stuff is. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it says you know. Good luck on your new adventure. Like, <laughs> but uh, maybe it says, you know, oh, the lizard lady. <laughs> okay. Unless you need me to break into someplace. Not, probably not during the day. All right. And. Dish dialect Draper. Stay connected uh, I, on our cell phone so that we can. Yeah, I thought Draper and I were going to go to the uh, pharmaceutical. Okay. And uh, I dialect. I will go check up in the jail on our uh, our guy in there. Perfect. I love it when we split the party. No, it never goes wrong. Okay. Uh, let's see. And all right. In that case, it's going to take dialect maybe about a 45 ish minute drive to get up to the jail. So we're going to show you sort of getting in your car and driving out that way. Um, Deception, you can make your way onto Yale campus and start searching for faculty that you can reach out to to try and help translate at least some of the bootleg copies that you have or maybe even handing over the journal if you're not too wary about its contents i will Uh, um dress very in a a suit so that i look like you hold up like some of the jewelry just to see like well too much too much um (laughs) and let's go ahead and stick with Dish and duty and or uh, sorry, and duty. You're going to go to the police station. So let's do Dish and Draper heading over to McKinley Pharmaceuticals. 
you can drive up pretty like corporate front lobby where it just looks essentially like a very clean white brick that has a front desk. Mm -hmm. Then it goes into office space and you can see more chemical manufacturing, large uh, boluses from different holding containers and steam coming up behind it. The weather is pretty nippy and they're starting to be the first drops of rain as you're getting out of your car. Okay. I've got a 16 chemistry. So do I, you said, uh, I think you would, especially working at the CDC, you would be more like more or less familiar with this company. You've done some research in terms of their, uh, wanton contribution to the opioid epidemic and not really doing too Mm -hmm. much about it. Um, you'll sort of know the lay of the land here. Okay. Come up to the front receptionist is there just instance like hello uh, how can i help you today uh hello yes uh i'm uh officer uh officer uh, schumter and this is my associate officer <laughs> carl yeah officer yes. carl it's tricky i know yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I never like stepping on. And uh, I don't know if you'd heard about the on the news about the uh, woman who had a uh, a tragedy in her apartment. Uh, a Tatiana Sokolov. Her eyes get really big, and I'm like, they didn't release the name. It's. Are you telling me this? Is Tatiana okay? uh yeah she she is uh but we you know we're trying to follow up and uh what what we're concerned about is that her uh the person that that was injured also worked here and so we're wanting to maybe just see if uh were they friends you know just trying to do our due diligence where they got us beating the beating the pavement maybe it's the beehive hairdo but she seems to be the type that likes a little bit of office gossip and so she is still like a bit surprised and taken aback but you see like she's leaning forward a little bit and saying like so who who was the other one that worked here is is this some sort of an internal issue we should be concerned about Oh, Who was it? Oh, no. He he's like going. You know, uh, how about Charlie? Uh, you you know who would have shown up to work today? And there's probably uh, someone that didn't make it in. We have a fairly large staff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's, I only know Tatiana because it's like not too many other women work here. Um, but I mean. If you're asking me to play a guessing game, then I, oh. I guess I'm at a disadvantage. Oh, sorry. Before the game, uh, when was the last time you saw Tatiana? Was she here yesterday, last week? Uh, must have been, gosh, maybe a week ago. She she hasn't been coming in lately. Um, hmm. she on vacation? Now that you mention it. No, I just thought that she was sick. You know, I mean, with... COVID and everything that it's not uncommon for folks to sort of just work from home if they're experiencing symptoms. I hadn't thought anything of it. Oh, well. Uh, he, 
so does she main she does still maintain an office here though right uh yes she has a cubicle she was um on our chemistry staff oh of course of course of course and uh uh how about an uh mr abasi uh a mr abasi is why doesn't that ring a bell I don't oh know. uh yeah yusuf a quiet guy uh he works in security oh he are does you, are you telling me that's him no i'm not telling you that i'm just asking questions mm. now if you want to infer you know uh and spill a little tea well you know i understand i understand that how that goes i understand um no i had no idea they were a thing this is no yusuf was he just came in for security never um never talked too much just seemed to do his job and then leave uh sort of a shorter guy uh but that tatiana was in, in chemical production well I, well you know maybe uh she just uh liked the uh, no not to be derogatory she just liked to uh swing low and just uh got tired of the eggheads well i would hate to infer something so slanderous and salacious about a fellow employee who you said that she's okay yeah yeah oh well thank goodness for that uh so how can i help you then uh the mr uh, bossy you said he worked in uh security correct yes uh, did he have a uh, cubicle or was it more uh like big he just has a locker uh oh, he also locker. hasn't clocked in for work so yeah he uh he got he got hurt uh and so he probably won't be in i thought he might have called in by now but uh does uh is he a full-time employee yes mm -hmm. he's been with us for a few years now okay all right uh would it be possible to uh i mean of course the company can can be with a representative just to uh check out his his, his locker or maybe her cubicle i would like a persuade you can have a 20 percent bonus for chatting her up a bit Oh, as yeah. um, she may try to pry for some additional tea. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God for that 20% bonus. That <laughs> is a pass. <laughs> okay. And then Draper, are you, what are you doing in all of this while Dish is hamming it up? Um, he, he seems to have it under control. Um, I, I want to see her cubicle, and it seems like we're heading that way. Okay. Well, in that case, then, uh, let's swap over to <laughs> duty. So I picked up some uh, donuts on the way in. And of course, the... I'd hate to cater to stereotypes. Yeah, never. Um, uh, wandering into the, the bullpen, so I throw my arms wide as I see uh, uh, Officer Bracco, the action star himself. My man. Hey, Carpenter. Great to see you again, buddy. 
Ah, what a day, huh? What a coup, indeed. Um, let's talk shop. What'd you find? I'm, I'm interested. Well, uh, like you said, it's, uh, well, like we found, it seemed like this is going to be a pretty open and shut case in terms of a burglary gone wrong. It looks like she may have taken some self-defense classes of some sort. Maybe things just got a little nasty. I, uh, yeah. maybe he had some sort of a self-mutilation thing and, uh, you know, that the uh, the Japanese have something called Sudoku that they'll do whenever they're so ashamed and actually slitting their stomach to as a form of ritual suicide <laughs> that uh, I think that maybe that uh, this this guy uh, was still running fingerprints on him right now that could be something around around those lines there, you know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you say this, uh, uh, she, a lady did this to him. Well, maybe. We saw something looks like there was a pretty heavy scuffle going around in there. So maybe it was a case he tried to break in and steal her belongings. Place looked pretty well tossed over. No valuables mm -hmm. or anything even left. So maybe he was there as part of a group. And then the group maybe betrayed him and he couldn't live with the shame after the the woman came in and then left and then his uh, his companions left him to die bleeding out and so he decided to take his own life through sudoku and then to to end it all and not have to live with that shame ah uh, yeah yeah that's uh i think i saw a movie man, like that once man what a fucked up situation huh uh yeah you know yeah. those criminals those criminals yeah they're, they're crazy um this this woman like whose apartment actually was it because it's not this guy's it's this lady's right like who is this chick yeah that would be a uh hadiana sokolov seems like you know maybe have some russian flavors in this too maybe it's an international arms group something like russian mafia and that would I explain would yeah, you know, yeah, it's, you can't trust. I still, th they got sleeper agents that are hanging around in there. I saw it on cue the other night. Alex Jones talks about it quite a bit. And they got chemicals that are activating these sleeper agents and turning the frogs gay. Now that is a man that knows what's up. Man, I, I will make small talk about uh, conspiracy theories for a little bit. Um, Tatiana purely Sokolov, to entertain him huh? right or is yeah, how much of this is duty actually him. like yeah uh, dude a agent duty definitely does not subscribe to that sort of stuff at all um of course yeah not. so uh in the course of conversation i'll just be like surreptitiously on my phone just like looking her up I'm like ah oh. i like try and find her linkedin uh which is found before um yeah she's uh some science geek huh what's that yeah, yeah it's, it's looks a, like Sokolov. it. Yeah. Looks like a pharmaceutical place. Yeah, probably making drugs. Jeez, you, have you uh, spoken to her employer yet? They're probably uh, wondering where she is. She's ditched town. 
She's currently, she isn't, she's a person of interest at this point. We're looking for at our, uh, at our best guess. We put in a call with her manager. She hasn't checked in for work, but hasn't for a while. So, you know, she Mm -hmm. called in saying she was having COVID symptoms. And so she's in the wind. As far as we can tell, we got our boys on patrol, keeping an eye out for her. And uh, if you happen to, you know, catch wind of another lead, I'd really appreciate the assist. You know, yeah, I, I got uh, your back too. I'll uh, I'll keep my boots on the ground for sure. I'll tell you what, I'll uh, I'll swing around to her place, her uh, her workplace, and uh, just start uh, rattling some cages. You know, ask some questions. We'll see what we uh what we can turn up, and then if we have uh, anything to uh, give back, we'll be sure to be in touch. How's that sound, eh? He puts a heavy hand on your shoulder a bit, and you're just like, now listen, I really appreciate the extra set of eyes on this, but uh, just be careful. This ain't your turf. You know, I'd hate for you to get in a little bit over your head and uh, poking your nose in things without a terribly good reason for doing so. You know, here we have all the paperwork to back up our lines of inquiry. Oh, absolutely. You you treat me like I'm just a uh, uh, an extra beat cop for this one. I'm, I'm purely just asking the questions for you on your behalf. Sure That's thing. I know how it is. Can't stop working even on vacation. Exactly. That's right. He um, takes a bite of the donut and you have the powder that's across his mustache over his naturally. lip. And well, hmm? uh, well we got to we got work to do, so I'll uh, I'll leave you to yours, and I'll go do mine. How's that sound? I'm imagining if you haven't seen the Barbie movie so far, that that's you have your sunglasses on, and then you well take them off, and there's another pair of sunglasses still on. Like oh, I guess it's time to hit the dusty trail. Yeah, <laughs> and from there we can do a drone shot of dialect trucks sort of weaving across these more mountainous paths heading up towards the county penitentiary uh you can go ahead and scan in and say that you're here to interview a potential witness uh giving some of duty's credentials and things to call ahead they sit you down at one of the um prisoner interviewing things with that plexiglass and the phones to talk amongst each other. Since Tim has been moved to solitary, he, uh, you know, there's no one else in the room there. They, you hear a buzzer and a door opens on the other side of this plexiglass and you see a very thin, pale, sallow man shuffle out from the door and sit down at the chair opposite you. Uh, you're not my lawyer. Uh, what do you hear with the press? You hear are you that girl's lawyer? They said she would. Their parents were suing. You're muted. You gotta. You gotta pick up the phone. I can't hear when you just talk in the plexiglass. I said, uh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm here because I heard I heard your story. And 
I'd like to hear a little bit more about it. I'm with um, I'm with the police as well, but uh, with we're 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 just looking a little deeper into this. Yeah, I mean, I had one good day and was trying to have a good night. I guess that was my fucking mistake. Um, went to the bar, seeing if I could get lucky. There was this girl really caught my eye, you know, dancing by herself, didn't seem bothered by it. I thought I'd roll the dice and dance with, hit it off pretty well. And, uh, you know, tried to buy her a drink. She said, no, just wanted water or juice or whatever. Um, she seemed kind of distracted a bit, like was really moving with the music, you know, and, uh, but kept looking up or away. I thought that maybe, you know, she was trying to signal something. So asked if she wanted to come back to my place. She said, yeah, I, uh, was cold out. Um, she didn't really seem bothered by the cold you know, offered her my jacket. She said no, you know, wearing wearing a little dress that probably had less fabric than my t-shirts. And uh, yeah, I got her home, had sex. It was good sex. And, you know, then just afterwards, it was, uh, it was weird. You know, I was laying my head on her shoulder and I swear I felt it move, but she, her hands were, you know, down by her sides. I don't know. I, I, I must've been, you know, pretty drunk too. I made us a couple of drinks when we got back and yeah, just like I told the cops, you know, she said that she started having stomach pain. So I went to the bathroom, try and get like Pepto or Tums or something. And I heard this sound. I didn't want to go back in that bedroom, you know, like it felt like a kid with a monster in the closet. I turned the light back on and there she was with all that shit moving around inside her. Uh, then, yeah, I, I don't, I took the vodka that I used to make those drinks and dumped it on the fucking bed and lit that shit on fire. Hmm. It, it, it was some unholy shit. So yeah, I didn't kill her. Didn't ever kill her, but I did set that shit on fire. She was already gone. I see. Uh, tell me a little more about these worms. Can you uh, describe them a little bit? Were they big? Were they little? Were they? It was, it was dark. Um, there were all kinds of sizes. They were. She was moving, um, but it wasn't her moving. I think it was them moving around inside uh getting out there were some could have been big around as my wrist fuck i don't know uh they 
they were crawling out towards the window and some i think towards me i don't he he's like starting to seem very unwell at this point and i will also um since it's been a while uh since we last played give me an intelligence roll or an int times five sure That's a fail. Okay. And then as he is sort of shuddering and remembering and all of this, you can see that the veins and things in his neck are really tensed up because he's so stressed. And you don't know if it's your imagination, but swear that you see one of them move. Oh, Jesus Christ. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Our players included Kaylin McDowell, Chance uh, Wooten, Riley Kruger, Keith Craig, and myself with Dr. Lex Hurley as the handler. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, Podbean, or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Delta Green role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>